everybody, and welcome to a very St. Patrick's Day episode of The Televoid. I'm your host, Mara Kate Elliott, and subbing in for LaToya, who is sick with the uh, the flu, not with St. Patrick's Day, um, we have Arthy D. What's up, Arthy? For you? For you? For you. Oh. Fucking Christ. Welcome back to the hey. show. <laughs> and we are joined by guest Kyrell Grant. What's up, Kyrell? Hey, hi guys. Uh, I don't know if you're ready for, for, for quite this terrible an episode, because honest to God, we picked this at random, I swear. I, I promise you guys we did. We watched the uh, the impeccably terrible season five. I don't even know there was season five of this show. Bang. According to Jim, episode 20, The Thin Green Line. And now, I uh, when me and Latoya picked this out, we were literally scrolling down a list of, hey, these are St. Patrick's Day themed episodes. That'd be hilarious to do an episode of According to Jim. <laughs> and I think it even got pushed at one point. Like, we were supposed to do it last year, and we were like, oh, never mind. We'll do this early edition episode, which is also A+. I recommend you guys go back and listen to that episode. <laughs> I did. I remember But there's, that. there's something about St. Patrick's Day on TV, especially on the, the Milk Toast White America TV, <laughs> where it's just like, it is horrifying like this episode is probably top 10 worst things i've seen for this podcast and that's saying something because my god (laughs) we've watched a lot of real real terrible shit so okay so let's just get into it i've never seen an episode of according to jim have any of you guys (laughs) if i used to watch it when i was like i guess when it was first on the air and i just you did remember like it's one of those things where literally i think something better showed after and i just sat through it because okay it wasn't like i enjoyed it It was just like oh it's, it's like pre like you could record shows so yeah, I just would sit through it to, like, get to whatever it was I wanted to watch. Um, ah. But I, like, even, even back then, I remember not really liking it and just thinking it was just, like, not funny. And then re-watching it today, I was like, oh, wow, this was, like, terrible. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to even sit, like, there wasn't even jokes, really. Like, the jokes were few None. and far between. There was literally one joke, one genuine moment of, like, oh, that was kind of funny in the entire, like, 26 minutes I sat well I was in bed I it was this thing I literally watched it first thing this morning <laughs> same oh what a terrible it's same start your morning same. Same. yeah no I was deeply depressed after I watched it and not oh. get no I like because well what happened was like when I saw the episode we were watching according to Jim I was kind of like where the fuck would I find this online like who is hosting <laughs> someone is <laughs> uploading according to Jim episodes they're all on YouTube <laughs> thank god thank god right <laughs> Thank God. Someone really liked it enough to upload every single episode up to YouTube. <sighs> but for some reason, it's like they have this weird, like, ugly tie-dye pattern border around the actual episode. And it's like this kind of... Oh, God. Thing. It's just... It's, I just it's didn't just want to search vomit. anywhere else. <laughs> all right. And how about you, Arthur? Did you watch the show at all before this? <laughs> no. Or if I... You weren't a super fan, <laughs> according to Jim? No. Okay. All I knew about According to Jim is that the lead actor was Jim Belushi, brother Correct. of John Belushi, and right. or like cousin. I'm pretty sure his brother. No, brother. That's the worst part of it. I know. I I know. And like and like that uh it was like a, a family like household sitcom. I think in my youth I got this in my youth. I think I feel like all these shows just ran together, right? Like the the Patrick Warburton show, this one like, King of Queens, like, all of them just sort of, like, be- Honestly, I'm not a fan of King of Queens, but it almost feels like an insult for you to say that. <laughs> yeah, no, this show was garbage, but, like, the, like, I didn't like this episode. I've never- If I've sat through another episode of According to Jim, I certainly didn't remember it. Uh, 
But like, like all those shows ran together in my like collective memory. Like now that I'm older, and if I like try to really hard think about like an episode of King of Queens, like I know Kevin James is on that show, and like I'm like that that show might have been marginally more quality than this. I would say like the hierarchy of those like terrible, um, you know, schlubby white guy, and then usually Italian or ambiguous ethnicity wife are all very similar, but I think it kind of goes... I mean, I don't really agree with it. I kind of prefer... Not that I like it, but I kind of... I guess I would prefer maybe uh, King of Queens. But I think in terms of popularity across the board, it was Everybody Loves Raymond. Yes. And then there's King of Queens. And then there's... Well, there's I don't even know the other Drew ones. K- there's probably a bunch of other there's- ones. There's stuff still in the air. Mike and Molly, I guess. Oh, oh that, that was got canceled. canceled. Thank God. Oh, it was. Oh, Jesus Christ. Rip Mike and Molly. Um, I'm... There was also uh, the Drew Carey show technically falls into that. Oh, but the, see, that would be my favorite. That one's an actually, I think, a pretty great show. That, a lot I feel of like time. that show is what, like, that show and, like, Everybody Loves Raymond are why we had, like, this, like, weird five-year period where there was just, like, all these, all this show. This show was just everywhere. Oh, do you know there's another one with the British guy, right? There's a, there's oh, a British yeah. one where he looks just like Kevin James, and I thought it was literally the same show every time I watched it, and then I found out it was a different show entirely. Are you talking about the one with James Corden? No, 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 no. This is, like, it literally, he's, like, identical to Kevin James. I know James. exactly what show you're talking about, and, yeah. British He's British, show. but he doesn't sound British in the show, and stuff happens. But he has, like, a bit of an accent, and it's still, like, we're supposed to believe he's, like, I don't even know. I, it's, I, I, I'm, it's gonna kill me that I'm not, I'm not thinking of what it is, but it's something very close to that. I want, it's, I want to Google it, but I also just don't even want to open the Google to look this up. <laughs> Do I, it. I know. I tried, but I don't I even don't know, know how to look. I can things yeah. with my Google fat white guy hot wife show. I'll get 20 million results, so, like. And that's the problem, right? Like, yeah, like this. Pretty this show sitcom situation, like the setup for the sitcom, is so cliche. Like his wife, I was just thinking, like they hug or something at one point, and I was like, my God, she is so much thinner than him. Like so much thinner than him. Here we go. I found a list. Actually, I mean, this is kind of a oh, God. It's ambiguously bad list, but. I don't know if it has the one we're thinking of on it, but I'll just give you... I'll run down the list of all these, because this is how common it is. Obviously, The Honeymooners is what really started yes. it. That was, like, we, you know... Impossible, like, also, that that invited the whole, like, let me just, like, casually mention that I'm going to beat on my wife. Ha <laughs> ha funny. Then there's obviously The Simpsons, which is also fame. It's a cartoon, but it's still the same premise, where it's You're just right. a guy and a, and a thin wife. Then there's Family Guy, which did the exact same thing. King of Queens, like we said, according to Jim. The Sopranos, technically, is the higher-end version of it. They're still standing, which might be the one we're thinking of. Um, I don't know what that is, but let me look it up. It is! It's still standing! Oh, yes. Yay. They're a blue-collar They're a blue collar, uh, couple, but he was 100% British. I, I swear to God. No, the, the actor is British. I'm... Yeah, yep. he, was, he went to the Royal Academy of Dramatic Art. <laughs> Yeah, so, definitely yeah. English. God, that- and there was times when he was saying he would like do punchlines on the show, and you could hear the accent. It was terrible. It was a really bad show. Mm-hmm. And then there's Modern Family with all. I practically, well, I guess you could say Phil's in, in decent shape, but the rest of them all have the, the equivalent of that. Uh, then it goes down and says Fresh Prince of Bel Air, which I guess I wouldn't. Uh, Phil, no, yeah, I, I guess. Well, Phil was like a great dad and like a judge. He's a judge. Like, yeah, like, he had his shit together. Yeah, I wouldn't put that under that category. Phil I would say Ground Grounded for Life is similar to this because it does have that like you know Irish Catholic gruff husband. But I feel like that show is a little bit fairer in the sense that they had more of a like a co- they actually parented together instead of just either just the mom or just the father, and one of them wasn't flighty. 
Then it also says just the ten of us. The Flintstones, which I agree with. Entourage, I guess Turtle is what they're claiming. I'm like, okay, fine. Family Matters, eh, okay. People remember Family Matters. Uh, no, you don't understand. Family Matters is one of the rare examples of a spinoff that became much more popular. And- popular than the original. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the Big C, I've never seen, but that's another one they're, they're pulling here. Um, is that uh, a comedy? Is that about cancer? Like, yeah, it is. It is. But I, these are just shows that that take a. That's the trope of it. Is the trope is is basically schlubby husband, uh, beautiful wife or partner. Lucky Louie is also mentioned too, which I feel like that was on purpose. They did that to, to lampoon it. But either way, so there are some shows on here that I think do that almost as a as a way of like commenting on it, but. There's a reason why, like, these things are mass... And th- those are just shows that are on this list from 2013, looks like when it was published. There's already another, like, like what, hand-holding, like, ten of them this year? They pop up every year. They get canceled within, like, two to three seasons. And, I-, I mean, hey, they're getting people jobs, but they're so terrible. Like, this is... you. There was nothing of, of merit to this show at all. Like, I don't even know what happened besides a guy goes out and parties. That was the only plot this episode. They're, they're actually... They're crazy. technically two plots, but... Her, her plot, I guess. But even that plot is around him. And there's, it's all revolving Well, him. there's the hint of a C plot, which never goes anywhere. What was that? With the kids, the kids. No, no. It's actually, um, what's his name? Mr. I'm so responsible. Oh, look, I just peed green. Like, oh, good God. His, it's his first St. Patrick's horrible. Day. So there's the implication that, like, this is, there should be a C plot there. And I wonder if it wasn't, like, cut later. I don't, I don't even know. So this is the thing about this show is, like, I couldn't, I couldn't put my feet on firm ground for a second of it. Like, nothing made sense. Like, it barely paid attention to any of the state, like, ran or, like, it has a sitcom element where, obviously, there's punchlines, but I do genuinely feel like things were just bleeding into each other. It almost felt like there was no plot. It was just, everybody was just talking to each other and then leaving the room. And yeah, then, it was super talky again. in a way that, like, I don't generally notice with sitcoms. Like, sitcoms are intention- are, in- are generally and intentionally talky. But, like, mm-hmm. this one... I just was thinking of I I watched it twice because I'm a masochist and I I the second time I watched it it really struck me how like the that like for you for you that conversation that entire scene that entire conversation is like seven minutes long it feels it's crazy like. it's and well then it comes back later on like it's, yeah no I can't believe that was like a callback a runner joke I was yeah like, that wasn't that was not a joke it was. It's- so bad. Okay, so let's 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 maybe try and get into the plot because we can keep plot. talking about how bad it is. There's so much to talk yes. about. So this is a it's a St. Patrick's Day themed episode. Right away, I was kind of confused. Like, there's a couple things that I'm going to pick apart here, but they they invite. It's, it's basically it's Jim Belushi's the husband, and then there's the wife and her sister and her husband, and then their close friend are all getting ready to celebrate St. Patrick's Day. The guys, I mean, it starts out with them all ma- like making fun of their leprechaun shoes. That's how low the joke par is it's basically these are pointy shoes isn't that hilarious yep that's how the show begins that's their opening yeah, literally the opening scene is them just looking at their pointy leprechaun shoes and while the studio audience fucking loses it and i'm like there was something funny there that got cut that was canned it couldn't have been, a, that audience, must have been right? a laugh track i or those those people were all 100 percent hot <laughs> <laughs> Good God. But so they invite their younger, this is the newly, I guess the newly married to the sister husband out for their night of debauchery because he's apparently infamous for being a Jim Belushi as crazy person on on St. Patrick's Day. He claims that it's a a holiday that's uh, centered around bars, which is ridiculous. I mean, it's (laughs) certainly true of the holiday, but like, it's so infuriating. Okay, so 
again, I, I mentioned you guys pre podcast. I'm notorious on the show for. I, I am Irish Catholic, so I know a lot about the element of being obsessed with St. Patrick's Day. I don't necessarily celebrate the exact same way as everybody else does, where you get, like, you know, shattering drunk at a bar, and then, you know, you mean, up with strangers. You mean shwasted? <laughs> shwasted, yes. But, I mean, I certainly understand a lot of what they're going for. In fact, a lot of it harkens back to actual Irish Catholic shows that have pulled off similar things. I mentioned before, Grounded for Life has a very similar um, couple episodes. Obviously, it's always sunny. It's a huge factor. Like, there are certain shows that totally pull this whole, like, you know, let's get crazy on St. Patrick's Day. And they're in Chicago, so it makes sense that obviously it's a huge, uh, you know, hub of Irish Catholics. But I attest, they're obsessed with this church, right? She keeps calling him Reverend, right? Nobody in the Catholic well, Church goes she by Reverend. Father? No, she calls him Reverend. Yeah, they keep calling him Reverend. No, what I'm saying is, like, she should be calling him Father. Oh, Father. Or, I mean, there's a million deacon. Like, there could be a cunt. Like, a, I was so livid. I'm like, if this is, like, the whole basis of the episode, and they're not even Irish Catholic, I'm like, okay, people can totally celebrate St. Patrick's Day and not be Irish Catholic. But, like, his last name is Boyle, and he's obsessed. He's called the Green Man. Like, he's this obsessed with St. Patrick's Day. You'd think that he'd have some kind of a, like like, emotional tie to it or something? Like, at least the ch- if you're going to involve the church, at least make it make sense to involve the church because it's a Irish Catholic holiday. Like, or just don't make it about... Uh, there's other holidays where you get drunk like that. It could just be New Year's or something. It was so weird. It was also, like, was- extra... I I, mar- I noted the writer is, like, a, a Harrigan or a Harriman. Like, a... It was definitely, like, an Irish dude writing this episode, too. Well, he had no idea what he was talking about. There's nobody ever called Reverend. You'd, you'd write Reverend as in ter- talking about someone, like, the Reverend, like, the, as in, like, Reverend. Like, that's how you'd, but you'd never call someone a Reverend in the Irish Catholic Church. There's just nobody called that. Or, and then I thought, okay, maybe they're Protestant Irish people, because that's obviously the whole Irish thing, is Protestants and Catholics. But no, I looked it up, uh, Protestants are, uh, pastors. So, I don't even know what they were trying for there. It was, it's not even close to, like, the concept of, like, making this all about... So, we, what I'm saying is, they introduced this whole massive plot, which is kind of the impetus for the entire episode, where the wife wants a seat on the church committee, and it's really, like, I guess it's been, like, her one thing, is she's, like, obsessed with getting this spot. And then we do find out, like, it's really kind of for selfish reasons anyway, which is kind of crazy. Like, why would they make such a, like, a pious, like, plot point be selfish, but they do it anyway. And she's trying to get the husband to give up partying for the night, right? Like, she just kind of wants him to just give it one night so she can get on this. She's she's being nominated as a really good, uh, I, I, again, I don't even know if she's Catholic, whatever, a local churchgoer. She's being nominated by the board to be on the committee. And she's worried that if he gets, you know, one of his crazy vendors on, she's going to get eliminated from being in the running. And so she really tries to get him to, like, lay the green man down for one year. And just the, the calling him the green man is is already weird enough. Because, I, again, I think of It's Always Sunny. I feel like even that must have... <laughs> did that come after? I think that was before. No, it's Always well Sunny. before, I feel. Because, again, I, I remember watching episodes of Bring Jim when I was, like, pretty young. And... Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's always sunny. It's very college, college to me. To me. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's always sunny has been around s- before. Well, I'll be trying to think. It's always sunny. Uh, as long as it started after 20- 2006, that's fine. But if it didn't, then it seems like it's probably coinciding with very similar years. But oh, it started 2005, so it's certainly close. Because I don't think Green Man gets introduced in the first season of It's Always Sunny. 
but it's very early on, so it's just ironic to me that such a, like, a notoriable character could be referenced here, and it's so dumb. Like, it's it's stupid, and I don't know why they're doing it, <laughs> but uh, he is known as the Green Man, so that's what she wants him to take a break from doing, is being the Green Man. And, I mean, so much that he's known as the Green Man, he, he makes headlines as the Green Man. That's how well known he's apparently in the city of Chicago. Those headlines were, like, the most interesting part of Oh, I, I, I pulled them. I pulled them too. So we'll get when we get to that point. I'll read them off. They're not that many. I but um, <laughs> there's nothing else to remember. <laughs> I know. I know. All right. So 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 Reverend tells her that one of the other committee members is dying or died or something. So it's a spot open, which is and she's like, ooh, goody, which is kind of gross as well. But um, she she's excited partly because her sister says, oh, you're gonna get a reserved parking spot at the church right near the entrance. I was just like, again. This is such a terror. Like, if you're gonna make her the good one, make her plot, like, legitimate, you know? Like, make her actually care about what she's doing instead of just, like, a a joke. But anyway, they don't. They don't care. And, uh, she, <laughs> she's now excited to try and become a new committee member. And it's... I, I don't even know where to go from there, because then we get back to him, like, Irish step dancing. And, again, a lot of this is gonna be us recapping how insane the things <laughs> going on screen are. Mm -hmm. Because... I don't get it. I don't understand why we need to know this. Like your name, she, she's she's worried that the pre that the, the I guess she's calling him Reverend. We'll call him Reverend. The Reverend is leaving the the kitchen and she's gonna see them all Irish step dancing in the living room. Yeah, and I mean I don't get why she thought that'd be a problem. I don't. Yeah, they're not drunk yet. No, they're just, and they're also for the record not Irish step dancing. They're doing like a Russian jig thing. That's not even close to. It's just basically moving his legs around quickly. I'm like, that's not Irish step dancing. Get out of here. Is Jim Belushi not Irish? I don't think that's Irish. I right? he wasn't, because later on in the episode, he does, like, an Irish accent. Yeah. Like, a weird stuff. I was just like, what is that? <laughs> Same. Thank you. I was so worried that I was just like, do I not know what Irish people sound like? Like, what happened? No, he, like, literally sounded like he was doing a weird, shitty, like, Matthew McConaughey in some movie Southern accent. Kill me. But, like, it's more to me, I'm like, it's just so strange that you're gonna make such a huge part of it. Like, he, he Irish step dances twice in the episode, and he didn't bother to even look up how to, not, not, like, do it officially, but my god, he's literally just doing, like, a Russian jig. It's not even close to the same thing. But, uh, so he's just kind of moving his legs around and holding his hips, like, that's the same thing. And they're all doing it, and it's, like, supposed to be, it's supposed to be, I guess, signifying that things are getting crazy, which is just, like, again, my sister did Irish step dancing when she was in, like, fifth grade. That's not really a signal that things have gotten crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but so anyway, so they're, they're Wait, dancing can we stop around. for a second and talk about, mm -hmm. like, the late 90s, like, massive amount of interest in Irish step dancing? Yes, yes. So, I mean, I don't know about anybody else, but I certainly experienced a lot of it firsthand. My sister took lessons for four or five years with my cousins, and they went to feshes, they wore those big giant wigs, it was crazy. <laughs> so, I, I know we still have a, a parade here that's pretty huge. I can never tell what's really huge, because in this area it's always been huge, it still is huge. But I'm, I'm sure it, like, swept the nation because of Michael Flatley. He does name-check Michael Flatley yeah. at one point. And that, but I think that ha played a huge role. That's, like, role. all yeah. I know River about Irish dancing, that Lord of the Michael Flatley. And, and, <laughs> that's it. And fucking Riverdance? Like, you remember that Riverdance. shit? Riverdance. Oh, my God. Was that him? Riverdance. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he was the lead of Riverdance. So it, it was it was liver, it was was Riverdance, and then he got really popular, and then, like, who's this handsome gentleman who keeps getting the front and center? And so he parlayed that into Lord of the Dance. Why wouldn't they just look up? Like, that's a wicked... I mean, maybe it's 2006, so they didn't have quite as much to, to pull from, but 
certainly they could just look, turn on the TV, look at Riverdance, and then say, I'll try and do something closer to that, or or at least play that in the background, like shell out a couple thousand dollars for a, for a Riverdance song. But instead, it's just them dancing around on the on the, the, the coffee table, and it's just to be like, oh, shit, it's getting real. Yeah, yeah. But they didn't go into that at all. I would have totally preferred, like, if he got, when he gets drunk, he becomes, like, that person. That would have been so much oh, more yeah. interesting. Yeah. It kind of reminds yeah, me of, like, the plot. What was the plot? It was Happy Endings did something similar to that, where they when they get drunk, she speaks Italian. Like, that's so much more interesting to me than, than just when he gets drunk, he's belligerent and just... <laughs> We'll get to the point where he's literally wrestling little people. Oh, God. That's so oh, offensive. I couldn't even. When that happened, I was like, I, I was already at my, my wit's end. And by that point, I was just like, I can't believe this is happening. <laughs> I kind of broken... saw that coming. I was like, I know they're going to have to, like, involve little people. I didn't, I didn't see it coming at all. I exactly <laughs> the show. That's exactly like, the show. I was There's ready lot, for it, but but, but, I wasn't. but going back to what you said for a second, Arthur, I just it, it, I don't know what they were trying for because again, even even the point of where he was trying to do this 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 jig thing, they were wearing hard shoes and he was dancing like he was wearing soft shoes, and there's it's like ballet versus tap dance. It's just a weird combination. I'm like, so, they don't know what they're doing. Well, I'm like, Ew, I hate so this. there is a there fun fact. There is a tap dancing style called soft shoe that Dick Van Dyke does a lot in his show but i was gonna say if the fucking luck of the irish disney channel original movie that's another one could, yes if that could afford actual irish step dancers for the like exactly that's, great scenes movie, guys. <laughs> that's a fantastic movie i'm gonna link to a clip from that i know this sounds like i'm being especially nitpicky about something so stupid but it's like seeing someone saying i'm gonna tap dance and then basically having them do like the rockettes dance i'm like this isn't the same thing i'm like what are you trying to claim but it's on one level it looks vaguely similar if you're not familiar, but I mean, if this episode is literally about how obsessed with St. Patrick's Day he is, you think he'd get one of the elements of the actual holiday, right? He just does not. In fact, it's only about drinking. He doesn't seem to care about any of it. Like, he, he his version of being obsessed with, with, with the holiday is like painting himself green. I'm like, I know people definitely do that for St. Patrick's Day, but I'm like, there are so many easier ways to, to go about it than just painting yourself green. My god, the uh, St. Patrick's Day, like, stuff that would happen in New York was, like, fucking insane. Just like, yeah. You couldn't be in any part of the city that used to be Irish. Oh, no. I've, well, that's the thing about this area. I'm from Philadelphia. Everywhere's Irish. So there's no, like, the suburbs are full of that stuff. Yeah, it's crazy. You, you know what really kept getting me? And this is, if we're going to nitpick, I'm going to nitpick really hard. Please. They they kept saying Chicago, and actual Chicagoans would say Chicago. I don't know if that, I don't know if you and heard. he's from Chicago. Right. So I don't know what his excuse like, is. Like, I don't know if you, uh, for the audience, I don't know if y'all can hear the difference, but like, standard American English is Chicago, but in Chicago, they don't say Chicago, they say Chicago. They flatten <laughs> that A a little bit. So, yeah. like, to overdo it, it's Chicago. But like. It's so dumb. It's, it's so it's dumb. It's such a stupid small thing, but like. Given this, this is, this is the fifth season of this. They should have nailed it by then. Also, I don't know. also, like the Belushi brothers were both from like Chicago suburbs, right? Like, oh, it's yeah. not like one of them was um, Chris Farley from Minnesota. Like, yeah. Like, come on, keep it together. Start, I think they were both Second City too. So they even like found their. They're their, both their, definitely their... Second City because when I I was there, I went to Second City and I did a class there. And there's fucking pictures of the Belushi brothers, of like the Blues brothers, of like all their characters, just every oh, fucking geez. where. 
But yeah, so 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 they're they're like obsessed with the Irish Sept. It's 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 infuriating because you just keep watching them get more embroiled in like what I would say, quote unquote, is Irish culture. None of it's Irish culture, which is insane. Because I don't even know if we're supposed. They never explain are they Irish or are they just into this this holiday? Because again, they are not Catholic from the look of it. So if you're Irish and not Catholic on St. Patrick's Day, it's a little. But I wonder. I wonder if that's just because you and I haven't watched the show ever before. Like I'm sure that the rest of the show is like we're Irish and. I yeah. don't, I don't know, my, again, my memory of this show is very dim, but, you know what, I actually don't fucking know, I don't know. <laughs> Le- leave it that way, let your memory be dim, enjoy that. I feel like I literally watched this show to, like, because it showed before, like, Eight Simple Rules or something, and I go, wanted go. to watch, like, Eight Simple Rules. Girl, that's Not why I started business. watching Smallville, so I can't really hate on that. Yeah. I mean, Smallville yeah. is so- great, <laughs> No. Yeah, that's not a bad. That's, that's a good I, I should, I should, I should rephrase. That was why I re, I started rewatch. Like, I picked Smallville back up because the like eighth season would air right before Supernatural, and I would just tune in for the last like ten minutes while I was waiting for Supernatural to come on, and then the last ten minutes kept being really good. So I was like, I guess I'll tune in a little bit earlier and see if I'm just like crazy. <laughs> and then uh, suddenly oh, I found goodness. myself watching Smallville again. So, so, so. They they're all like obsessed with the with the Irish step thing. They think it's like okay, this is gonna have a blast. They're like get they're basically pre gaming for their night. She in in her effort to get the Reverend at the back door, she literally shoves him into this door and like almost breaks his nose. I was like I couldn't even. So she goes out to the living room. They're Irish step dancing. She rushes back into the kitchen and then slams the door into his nose. And he's just like doesn't. I mean somehow it doesn't like reprimand her for that or feel so annoyed that he just got like the door shoved in his face. And she shoves him out the back door. I guess in order to avoid seeing them do the Irish step dancing. I again, I don't really see the big deal because Irish step dancing is not a bad thing. Again, it's what kids do, really. I mean, most people who do Irish step dancing who aren't Michael Flatley are children. It's primarily a young female game. <laughs> I'll link to some. I'll link to some fetch footage, guys, because it's. I would say ninety nine percent females under the age of fifteen or sixteen. That's what the, most of Irish step dancing culture is, I believe. But so, uh, or certainly the one I'm familiar with. And, um, so they're, they're all dancing, and she sneaks him out the back door, and then she pulls Jim Belushi aside, um, and then we have to deal with, I mean, I think it's, like, almost, what, ten minutes of Jim Belushi without a shirt, or with very little oh, shirt, and, ass in it. like, really, that was it insane. really hurt my feelings. <laughs> he's, he's, it did! He's it definitely did, shirtless, like, at least 70% this episode. It's upsetting. And I don't mean to, I mean, I'm not trying to bring a ton of shame to the Belushi name, but like- I mean, he does enough of that on his own, so. I didn't need to see that. He's a grown man. Like, I don't know what demographic they thought was watching this show. I'm like, oh yeah, Jim Belushi. <laughs> like, I guess this would be funny. He's not really that, like, he's not heavy enough for it to be like a, a joke on its own. And he's not thin enough for it to be like super attractive necessarily. He's just kind of brawny. And I just find it really, like, weird. Like, it's a weird... Uh, not to say one way or the other is a good thing. But I'm, like, there was no real... I don't even know what the idea of putting him in that vest was. I guess just to look like he's off the off the wall still. Like, he's wearing... It's just like a, a vest with no shirt underneath. Like, it's not even a... Just get him shirtless and paint his chest or something if you're gonna do it that way. But, um, so they... They they pull... She, she pulls him aside after that he's trying to get everybody to eat a whole loaf of bread because he figures that if they have bread lining in their stomachs, they'll be able to soap up the alcohol inside, which... Good plan? <laughs> Question mark? Which, okay. 
Yeah, I don't know. I, I there's no logic, and then but look, I, it's so creepy. And also, they had three different loaves. Did you notice that? That like, upset me. Did they bring their loaves from home? That upset me. Like the fact that they're eating so much bread. <laughs> like <laughs> I know. I mean, maybe I missed saw it, but I think he had three different bre- like. There were definitely of, three of different bread. brands of white bread on that table. Well, which I mean speaks to the show, I guess. But um, so three different brands so, of whiteness. Yes. Can, can we but, talk uh, about what's his name? The 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 other guy and how like he got maybe six lines this entire episode with the best friend oh, no, or the other one. That's the uh, the wife's brother. No, 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 not the brother-in-law. What's his name? Chubby Blonde guy. Andy. Blonde guy. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's the wife's brother. Oh, okay. Uh, the wife's brother. That makes sense. His name is. Um, so the siblings Andy are. The so the siblings are blonde chubby guy. Uh, the wife. No shit. So they're siblings, and then Jim and Dana are siblings. No, uh, well, I recognize Dana, the brother. Sorry, Dana is the, the that's his sister-in-law. Yeah, yeah. Does but, that make sense? But is she related to the blonde girl? Yeah, she's her sister. Okay, so they're the they're three. The three of them are siblings. Got it. Okay, yeah. that's the part that I was like. And he he might remember, he's been in a ton of stuff. He I mean I recognize him mostly from Weeds, but he's also I also recognize him from a lot of the. Um, Cam Peel sketches too, which is a really weird thing because now he's like, like ironically known as like the the schlubby best friend. And so this show, he was literally like cast as like you know what I mean. Like he's not he's not sending it up anymore. Like or now he's sending it up. Back then he was actually that part. Like he's making fun of the part he used to play. Um, and he he's really got nothing to do besides just like, like yeah, good idea, Jim. <laughs> like it's so dumb. Yeah. Like, and, literally him in every episode of the show that I... Yeah, essentially useless, just there to, I don't know, support Jim Belushi's dumb ideas. I don't know what he's supposed to do. I think he's just supposed to be, like, a, uh, uh, what do you call it? Like, a, a, a hanger-on or, like, a, a yes-man? Hype man, I guess. Because that's what we want, is you want to watch Jim Belushi <laughs> and his hype man. But yeah, so so he's like the hype man who's just like, yeah, let's do it, let's let's get crunk, like because it's 2006, I don't know. But um, <laughs> they're both like trying so hard to like have a great time, and the wife is like from the get go, the wife's role. That's part of the problem I have with this is not just that the wife has to be the one with this stupid side plot where she's obsessed with this parking spot for selfish reasons, even though it's a church. She also like her plot this episode is to be a spoil sport, pretty much. Like from the beginning, she's like. Not only is she a spool sport, like, innately, she, her goal this episode is to ruin their fun. That's it. Like, that's her B-plot, is just to try and stop them from having a good time. I feel like... It's not to say that that's a good time at all, but, like, that's what she's supposed to be doing. Okay, but it doesn't feel like she's trying to, like, stop their fun. She's just like, hey, don't, like, you know, have to be pulled out of a lake nude, or, like, you know, don't... Oh, no, <laughs> like, I agree. Yeah. It's yeah. like, then he's like, oh, man, she's, like, ruining my life because she doesn't... <laughs> her crazy and irresponsible. How dare she? And I don't think that what she's doing is is genuinely ruining their fun. She's trying to just stop them from being arrested, basically, or making a total fool of himself. <laughs> but they, the way they set it up is like, okay, now your role is going to be antagonist in the sense that you don't want them to go out. So that that's just setting her up to fail. Like, there's no... She's the bad guy from the beginning of the episode, and it's just not fun to watch, because she's already shit upon because she's his wife. And now there's this whole other element where it's like, oh, yeah, you're going to have to feel like a terrible person for caring about your husband's safety. <laughs> Because she does. Right. Spoiler alert, we'll get to the end. She's made to feel terrible for most of what she does this episode, as in keep him safe and, and don't ruin her life. Right. But uh it's well, horrible. And like and like I guess I guess part of me was like I'm offended by that like whole setup in the in general. Like I hate when the wife is like the spoil 
sport, like wet blanket, like mm-hmm. mo- momming her husband kind of situation. Mm-hmm. I also like was like watching this and was like, that's also just how sitcoms like this are. You know? Yeah, so it's hard to differentiate how much of it is the plot and how much of it is just how she is every episode. So it's like, it's hard to say, but it certainly feels like it's like the first time she's ever told him not to behave that way, which is crazy because <laughs> it's it's not like the stuff she's asking. But then, like, okay, but so, then she, he, but then he says at the bar, he says, "I have to keep my promises to her. Sometimes, got to keep her guessing." Oh, that was the hard. <laughs> I have it written down too. That was insane <laughs> when he said that. I was just like. I was so done with it. I was already done, but by the time he starts throwing all the random, like, misogyny into it, I was just like, uh, of course. Like, I, I didn't need you to actually verbalize what I assumed about your terrible character, but... I, okay. I laughed at that, but it was like a horrified, like, oh god. Yeah, like, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, so, so, getting back to the, the first scene, though, before that happens, he... Which he is so looked, long! That scene is, I know, like, ten minutes forever. long! It's crazy! It's the first act! It's the first I was, act. I kept forgetting that it was a 20-minute episode of TV because it feels like a 40-minute plot. <laughs> yes. like yeah, I kept broken. checking, like, where I was in the episode to be like, oh, this is only, like, oh, I have, like, 15 minutes left of this. How? This has been going <laughs> on, like, for so long. They really should have only had this be, like, maybe a minute the most. Like, they, just, they get crazy and then they leave. They don't need to be there, like, pre-gaming for what feels like, honestly, 10 to 15 minutes, if it wasn't the full full 20 minutes of the episode. We felt every hour of their 12 hours of drinking. <laughs> yes. But so, so they're trying to, he's trying to have them eat all the different loaves of bread, and <laughs> she's trying to convince them to have a nice night inside, how she frames it. He's like, uh, he's like, only, she's like, some, some husbands are good, they have a nice quiet night inside. He's like, yeah, inside the nursing home. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I was like, What? <laughs> didn't get that joke at all i was like also like you're not old people like that doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense it does not make sense sense. if you're in a nursing home you're not spending a lot of time outside so why are you like so concerned with like having one night inside it was just so dumb but so he he's just like okay um i'm not gonna i'm not gonna be you know playing by your rules he kind of he kind of seems like he's not gonna just go along with it right away and then we get the sister's husband who's newer at this than he is and like, it's not just Jim Belushi that's terrible, we find out at this point. He is also equally ridiculous, because she says, oh, I don't know, this is, okay, so there's the blonde, I don't remember the, the wife's name, but there's the blonde, and then there's her, her, her sister, Dana. who is the husband, or the sister, the sister is married to the new husband, the other guy that's just brand new to the three of them. There's like, the it's young, like Brad and Dana are like the two young new couple, like, right. they're like both dark haired and youthful or whatever. Um, yeah, so she she says to to Brad like, I don't like you getting this drunk because she's just thinking, hey, I'll be a good I'll be a good wife and I'll be polite about it, but I basically don't want you to be doing what he's doing. And he says, I don't think I need your permission, woman. I do what I want. Yeah, I, I rolled at that, but then his, <laughs> but that's immediately followed up by, oh please, baby, let me go. Uh, for him to say it at all is creepy enough, <laughs> especially in the tone of voice he does. Oh, like, I know he goes back on it and he's supposed to be like, kind of like pretend I didn't just say that, like, winking at her, like, please, just don't kill me. But the fact that he said it, I'm like, that's just... But it's not... Don't it's write not, your character saying gross shit like that. But it's like, not like me. she's exactly... Like, I, I know we're giving the women a lot of, like, what the hell here. Like, we're we're on, kind of on the women's side. But, like, we definitely find out later, she's like, I love Brad, he's so whipped. And I'm like, um, yeah, what? Yeah, it's all terrible. They're all terrible. 
they're terrible to each other, everybody on the show. Like, it's just not a fun thing to watch people be terrible to one another. Yeah. But, um, so he, he, he basically says, like, oh, I don't need your permission, and then she says, uh, excuse me, and he's like, please, can I go? Please, please. <laughs> um, and she just says, fine. And then, uh, we get this stupid, I mean, I only bring this up because it kind of, again, it's another stupid callback, which I don't even know why we need it. They, uh, the, the other brother of the three of them, the single one, he is like, uh, I think he's single, he's single in this. He says, oh man, I only have two weeks till retirement, which I think the only reason he said it is he wanted to say it like, he wanted to quote the movie line, which is a, a trope of movie lines. Although I guess it's really no, not it's a uh, it's it's from Training Day or Kojak or something like that. Lethal Weapon is usually yeah. where it gets referenced, but like he, it's kind of just like the trope of saying that. And he's like, I only wanted to say that because I wanted to, to quote that line. And then the other the, the new guy Brad says, Oh, I I want to quote Khan, so he just quotes Khan. But yeah, Khan for no reason. But like eighty percent of the dialogue this episode was just not needed. <laughs> There's so much. <laughs> It was nonsense. It was literal nonsense. Literally, I don't even. I couldn't even follow that. Like that's something that if, if I if I was sitting in a group of people, and people were saying things like that to each other, I'd be left. like, all right, we're too drunk. We need. I need to go. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, like no one's saying stuff like that. I don't want to do that. Like you don't want to see people who have senses of humor this terrible. Like it seems like a, a real bummer, and they seem to be thrilled about it. They're both like, he's just quoting Khan. Like, and I guess the joke is that he's a Trekkie, but like. What did even reference where it's from? Oh yeah, that's that's a hundred percent what he was doing. He no, even no, did I got, a little I got bit the Star Trek reference, but they don't even reference him being a train. He just was like, I just exactly, that's what I mean. Like, he's just like, I wanted to say something dramatic too, and then he's like, and then the I guess the, the joke is supposed to be it goes on for like way too long, but I'm like, it's crazy. Everything is going on for way too long. <laughs> it's crazy. Like, why would you quote Khan and not make any kind of reference that it's Star Trek? Like, it's. It's right there. I mean, that's an easier reference for them to be like, oh, what a dork or something. Like, it's crazy that he's just saying con all the time and no one talks about the fact that he's quoting Star Trek. I'm just trying to think about, like, how is this episode so chatty and yet, like, so fucking slow? Like, I know. How, yeah. how Met Your Mother is so chatty and yet it's super slow. Friends er, is not slow. Friends was yeah, super yeah. chatty. Didn't feel this slow ever. No, it's not. So, so, so they, she, she's like, okay. I'm gonna pull you aside now, flat out, and she says, um, Michael Flatley, he, he makes, that's where he makes the Michael Flatley joke, cause he's like, yeah, Michael Flatley, eat this. What, again, he's supposed to be bragging about how good he is at dancing or something? I'm like, you're not even dancing right. Don't make that joke. Like, you make the joke if you're a good dancer or something. But so he says, Michael Flatley, eat this, they walk into the, the kitchen, and, um, she, she basically says to him, you're not doing this. And he gets real mad about it. They kind of get in an argument. That's where the other crazy line... Again, these are the types of, like, lines that are being thrown out. Not as the punchline to, like, a long scene, because that's how important they were. This is, like, buried underneath four or five other terrible lines. But this is... The kids get Christmas. The gays get Halloween. The gay guys get Halloween. This one's mine, baby. Can I say they reference that line of, like, the gays get Halloween? Like, so many times this stuff. I did not... I... What was... Why? I... This weird I don't know. First of all, like gay people. Also, do the main do the gay men get Halloween? I, I know. I was like, is that like a thing that I'm not aware of? According maybe to, according to Jim Riders, that is very much <laughs> according to the according like to Jim Riders. Was it just like in an era before pride parades and pride events were a, a thing, like a, a total cultural touchstone? Also, like I feel like he's if he notices something that that like specific that none of us notice and i mean i don't know about you guys but i know plenty of gay men <laughs> um 
you're paying a little too much attention to, to, to gay lifestyle, Jim, because he must be, like, on the on the front lines or something like that. I love the idea of Jim Belushi being on the cutting edge of gay culture. He must be, because it's something. It's not like it's a well-known... No, not that I'm, I'm saying it's a good thing if it were, but if it was some kind of a stereotype or something, that makes sense why he's making that joke. Otherwise... Where is he getting... Like, I don't even know that, that gay men are that obsessed with Halloween. I guess they kind of... I, everyone likes it. Is he saying, like... Is it, like, a drag joke is what I was thinking? I thought so. I don't I know. Guess they so. It's so bad. They mentioned it, like, five times. This I know. <laughs> Every time I was left so puzzled. <laughs> what? I, I mean, I mean, let anyone have Halloween. I'm, go go for... Good for gay people if they want Halloween. But, like, let's not, like, throw that out there. Like, that's a completely, like, common knowledge thing. And then never address why. It's so weird. It's so, it's so weird. And he's, he does also say it, like, in a way. I mean, it's almost weird. Like, I don't think it was a progressive stance of, like, gay guys get Halloween. It was it was definitely meant to be, like, pejorative, but I don't even know why. It's what I mean. Like, let me know why. Yeah. I yeah. want to know why you're making fun of that. Because it sounds to me like they're going to have the, one of the best holidays. That's a, well, that's a great time. <laughs> Dressing up like, Free like, candy? like ghouls yeah. and goblins. Candy. Great. It's a good time. <laughs> anyway, so this one's his baby, is what he says. And again, I don't know why, because we're not even really supposed to, meant to believe he's 100% uh, Catholic or Irish or whatever. It's weird. It's so weird. Because that is, I mean, I, I've, pardon me if I'm wrong, but I think, I, I think St. Patrick's Day is supposed to be it's a catholic saint i think it's supposed to be mostly irish obviously so i'm like i'm confused am i missing that too like i I, it's weird but so so he's like what and the wife says what do i get so this is like this is like a bad we're quoting this i could just read the script at this point but like it's that's how crazy it is he says that and then she says well what do i get and he says the my husband bought a house oh yeah house day like what God, that I think that's the moment in the episode where I'm like, I want to pause this and just like go do anything else. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. And then he says, on top of that, the the that your holiday is that my husband bought me a house day. It's actually more of a year round celebration, isn't it? Let's let's listen to silence. I love the silence of us. Just like <laughs> I can't believe. The idea that anybody should be like thankful that Jim Belushi, oh. like they're living with Jim Belushi and he's married to them, Not- is so ridiculous. Especially, and then Courtney Thorne Smith was like really hot in the show, and then like ugh, Jim Belushi is just—it's insane. It's insane. Well, again, so then, it's like what I said earlier. It's like they—they they, anytime they're in frame together, I'm just like, my God, she is so small, and he is so much bigger than her. Yeah, like and so he, purely like he's he's probably average size for like a man of his like age range, but like she's so small, and that like it makes him look enormous. It's crazy. And so after he says that, like, I mean, there's nothing, there's no, I guess that's supposed to be funny. I mean, I guess. It just to me seems like strict, I mean, there's not even a joke there. There's a laugh track funny. there, though. Yeah, there's, it's funny to, to, to people who've bought has their, their wives' homes, I guess. Although they're both on the mortgage, I'm imagining, so her credit matters, too. She's got to help. Uh, whatever too real real, back away too real about it sorry but so but that aside he then in order to punchline that punchline walks over grabs a beer and pops the can open i I was like this is such a stereotype it's insane can i just say they have not even like left the house yet this is still like the setup for him to like the priest has been or the priest the 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 reverend has been gone for like five ten minutes i'm like this is like i feel like i've been here for three years this was like only 10 minutes into the episode so we were like about to close out act one and i was like this is 30 (laughs) minutes in right 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 
Like, it's, it's, maybe it's because this is filled with so many of those, like, stereotypes where it feels like we're watching people make fun of this show the whole time I'm watching it. Like, I kept thinking, like, I can't believe this is a show that, like, existed on its own. Like, it feels like a parody of a parody of a parody. It's crazy. But so he pops the, the beer and starts, like, just drinking the beer again, more pre-gaming. And she tells him about the committee spot. And, like, she kind of lets that comment slot. Not that she needs to, like you know, like, cut him down the size every, sing- every single time he, he, he like, is rude to her, because that's probably every day of her life, but it just seems like, why are you letting him get away with that? Because it's like, she seems to be the kind of situation where she's just like, oh, I know. Like, she lets it, it's sad. I mean, I don't mind on her side, because I think a lot of what she does is also pretty schemey, but it's also just like, what a terrible thing to say to your, your loved one. Like, treat her like a renter or something. Like, it's such a weird thing to say. And so, uh, he says, like, oh, you've got, she tells him about the committee job, and he says, oh, great, what kind of pay is it? And she's like, oh, well, it's kind of like kicks dirt, like, well, it's actually a volunteer. And he's like, oh, that's good, too. Like, it's just sad. Like, I'm like, why yeah, are Yeah, he's completely this? put down her achievement, like, the thing she's excited about here. Yeah. And, I... and all she wants is him to, to stay out of trouble. Not even necessarily not go out and have a good time. Yeah, he could still but... go have a beer. He just chooses to be totally sober. I'm like, and honestly, even if he goes out and gets, like, pissed drunk, fine. But, like, he's making headlines. So there is a level that she wants him to, to, to stop at, you know? Not not just not drink at all, just stop at a certain level. You know, don't go too far to the point where you're getting arrested or, you know, followed up by the, the Chicago Tribune reporters <laughs> or something. Like, it's Chicago crazy. Sentinel, get it right. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. But so, yeah, the, he couldn't make the Tribune. Uh, but so... Uh, she she said uh, he he says or she says to him please don't get in trouble and he says to find trouble that's where we get the the headlines that pop up and some of the headlines for past years to give you an idea of how how he's gone how he's made his St Patrick's Day name for himself he it's Green Man is pulled from Lake Nude he flees Green Man would he still be would he still be green if he were pulled out from I know Lake right Michigan? I thought the same thing would he be, I don't know. but would he be well still green the, the Chicago River is green too so maybe that's what they were implying but it's not a no lake, no so they wouldn't have called him the lake they wouldn't have called it the lake definitely and also you're sh- assuming that they're paying that much attention to lakes versus rivers okay but this is Arthur, this I don't is know. this is like bare minimum Chicago knowledge I'm from fucking Dallas I didn't even live in Chicago <laughs> I know this shit. Right? The Chicago River was reversed. It drains out of Lake Michigan now instead of feeding into it. And on top of that, that river is not green. It's just polluted. And last but not least, right. the the lake, would he still be green? And B, would you want to be in Lake Michigan in March? Like, at all? No. I wouldn't even want to be in that river in the middle of summer. What? That seems disgusting. No, no. I mean, it's it's still kind of frozen in March is what I'm yeah. saying. Well, they do pour the green dye into it, right? That's the whole thing. No, nah, I don't think so. Yeah, they do. Well, they used to. They did it in, uh, I, from my knowledge of uh, uh, Chicago culture in, in, I think it was like uh, some terrible rom-com that did that. Oh, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I don't fair. know what it was, but they, they dyed the the river green at one point. It's so, possible. I mean. Uh, maybe they don't do it anymore, but it's... It's, to me, also just not the kind of thing you'd want to go into. It's just disgusting. Like, you're round. Yeah. No offense to Chicago, but I just don't want to be in any public river. I wouldn't want to be in our public river. <laughs> it's like it's like floating down the Hudson. Like, it's a great idea. Oh, no, like, don't do God, you'll get Hudson, you can needles. manage the East River. Do not do that. Yeah. Oh, God. But, uh, yeah, so... <laughs> Although the best river to be splashing around in is the L.A. River, because it's it's a trickle. It's just... It's just it's just 
a big concrete ditch with like a little bit of water at the bottom. Are you I just... like that we've been sidelined to talk about like bodies of water because this show is so bad and there's nothing to talk about. And the highlight the highlight was essentially those headlines, I think, was the most interesting thing. No, the best joke there's only the only joke I laughed at is the couch joke. Not 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 the one where he steals a sofa truck and falls asleep on it, which is the third headline that I cut you Not off that. at. When one of the friends mentions that he, like, stole a couch for, like, bail money, but he's like, oh, not my couch, just, like, a couch. <laughs> yeah, that's the only line I laughed at. God, that, that's such a bad joke. So that says so much. <laughs> it's, like... it's a terrible joke, but that guy's delivery was the only good thing about it. Yeah, yeah. But so the headlines fly up. So Green Man has been pulled from a lake nude. Again, what lake? Well, Would he still be green? So many questions. Ah, uh, but so he, he flees. Uh, Green Man reroutes parade, vanishes. Uh, Green Man hijacks sofa truck, sofa truck naps. Now that one in particular, why wasn't he arrested? Because if you hijack a truck and you're napping, clearly you could be dragged off to jail. Also, like, it was a parade. Confused. There's clearly photographic evidence as to who this person was. He's in the photos and every picture he's in, the you see him. Front and, and center. So someone's able to snap a picture of him, they'd figure out who he is next time he shows up to the, the, the festivities the next year. But somehow he doesn't. But so he, um, he embarrassingly, um, is, oh, well, she says, like, embarrassingly, please, that's another thing, is, like, when, when she's talking about not just getting in trouble, she says, please don't embarrass me. And then he launches into this thing where he starts to say to her, like, oh, whoa, 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 don't say that to me. And she says, oh, I know this speech. You can't embarrass me. Only I, only I can embarrass myself. Like, it's a terrible, like, so he's he said this to her before. Lie, you clearly can't embarrass me. <laughs> of course. Like- it makes no... It's such, like, a really dark thing because it's such, like, a... It's, he's, like, gaslighting her. Yeah. Like, like, the entire episode is him gaslighting her. And for those of you who don't know what gaslighting is, it's just making making yourself seem like a completely sane person and the other person, like, the crazy one. So when... It's like, say, you keep, you keep getting in a fight because someone forgets to turn the oven off after cooking something. You keep getting in the fight, keep getting in the fight. So... Every once in a while, you'll turn the oven off so that when you do fight about it, they didn't actually forget. So it makes you feel like a crazy person, and now it's your fault for not turning the oven off, when really it was their fault. So it's a really tricky, like, situation to, to, to be claiming that, according to Jim, is taking on gaslighting. But, like, I genuinely think this is an example of him. He has said to her in the past some cra- I tried to listen to that speech, like, four times. I still don't understand exactly what he was trying to claim. But I think it was essentially... You're the only one embarrassed here. I can't embarrass you. Like you can, you can get embarrassed by what I what I do, but that's your decision to be embarrassed because I'm not embarrassed by it. So you shouldn't be. You care too much about what other people think. Like that's a horrible thing to say to anybody because of course they can still get embarrassed by you about your behavior. And it's literally arrested practically every year. It's literally, it's literally the basis of cringe comedy. Is you feel yeah. embarrassed for that person? Yeah, yeah, and so he. He says to her, like, you knew who I was when you married me. I'm like, what? What? I'm like, no. I'm like, you, there's no way she knew, unless he was already Green Man then. And even then, there's no assumption that you're going to keep that up until you're, like, 80. Yeah, no, good God. assumption that he would, like, stay the exact same and, like, not mature at all from when- oh, whenever Oh, my God, you have kids. You have got- kids. Plural. Oh, God. I cannot believe. Oh, God. I know this is, like, a fictional couple, but I'm just, like... <laughs> the idea of them having sex is more upsetting. I feel like I'm just reading something embarrassing on like Reddit relationships. Yes. <laughs> yes. As embarrassing as the incest or what? Oh god. So this is this is basically like if you sorted top all time 
this is what we're reading right now, <laughs> so according to Jim, is, is the top of Reddit relationships. But so, you're, she, she says to him, like, so you're serious about this? Like, you're actually going to be doing this? Well, he says that to her. He says, like, this is actually, like, a deal breaker. Because she's clearly upset. He does more accent work, which is also terrible. Like, he, he can't even come close to it. I mean, I'm not someone who does Irish accents or any accent very well, but that's insane. Like, if this is your job... Don't write him lines where he has to do an accent and make it seem like... Like, make the joke be that he can't do an accent. But he, everyone's acting like he's nailing it. Like, no one is judging him for any of his behavior. If anything, they're upset because he's not being as crazy as he usually is. It's nuts! Like, I'm like, this is... No, I don't want this guy to be any crazier because he's already a piece of shit. But so, he says to her, like, okay, so this is a deal breaker. I should probably, you know, dial it back a little bit. And that... Oh, my God. They... They pull out, I mean, this is like, I know I'm nitpicking, but this is like, we're practically just reading every other line back and forth to each other because they're so terrible. I just couldn't believe it kept getting one-upped. Yeah, yeah. I just like cannot believe that we're still, we haven't even really <laughs> touched on like, his like transformation into like, green, green man. Oh, God. <laughs> but so, so anyway, so they, she says to him, like, what's the big deal? Um, and he says, well, no one else cares about, why do you care? And she's like, I'm your wife, I care. And he's like, so what? Oh, <laughs> And then, they, then uh, eventually they have this for you back and forth where they say for you, for you. She says she wants him to do it for her and he eventually, I guess, agrees to do it. Although we never even see him agree to do it. We just cut to him having agreed to do it. Which, of course, gets one of the friends uh, putting a drink in, or a Diet Coke in front of him saying, you're Nancy kill," And I don't know what that means because it's, uh, I guess this supposed to be another gay joke or something, but it's, I, I don't even know if they're supposed to be referencing a Nancy O someone, but I don't know any Nancy O anythings, but anyway. Yeah, so, I it was just like a play on like Irish names and like, just like a stupid, just a dumb job. Oh my god. It's so dumb. <laughs> so Everything about he, this was so dumb. He explains that he made a promise to Cheryl and that, like we said before, every now and then he's got to honor one to keep her guessing, because gross. And the friends are all mad at him that he's just not living up to the hype. Especially because it's this one guy's first time at it. What? And I didn't get about that. It's just like, why can't they, like, be green men themselves? Like, you know what I mean? Like, what does this involve? Because they're all losers. It's just like, the end of the conversation. Why are you depending on, like, Jim Belushi to, like, liven up your St. Patrick's Day? Can't you just... What a horrible life. A moment of silence for those terrible people's lives. Uh, but yeah, so so they're, they're all mad at him. And then they're egging him on, and he goes into the bathroom to try and avoid all the, 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 you know, everyone making fun of him stuff. And in the bathroom, he proceeds to have a conversation with a framed photo of him as Green Man, with a terrible accent. Oh god, that actually killed me. That is <laughs> he's, another moment where I was, like, ready to turn this off. Just And so he's egging, her, he's egging him on to do the terrible things that you're supposed to do. And he literally proceeds to have a conversation with him. Like, so this guy's a psycho is what we're trying to like, <laughs> like that's bonkers. And so he, he's like, okay, uh, the, the, the pain, again, it's like a picture of him. That's like him talking. And he says, without sinners, there'd be no saints. Question mark. <laughs> like, I don't know what that's supposed to mean. <laughs> and he's like, what are you talking about? He's like, you get that button on your shirt. And he's like, oh, right. Yeah, of course. And then he comes out of the bathroom covered in green paint. I'm like, where'd he get the green paint? I know, sidebar. <laughs> like, how did that even happen? <gasps> Nothing is explained. Even the, like, uh, the picture in the bathroom he's talking to, but I'm trying to remember what those- Why were. do they have a framed photo of him as Green Man? It, Why? Literally, every, I'm trying to remember what the headline was, but it just it didn't make sense. It was 
so dumb. And so they're they're like. Would it make more sense to just look in a mirror and then have the conversation with his like reflex? Then whatever. I, I don't. I it would have made some sense. I it would have made some sense. I wasn't in the writers' room with these people. No, not many people were. I think it was like two people or or thirty people. It could be one or the other. But um, so uh, the kids back at the house, the kids are asking the mom, "What's the point of St. Patrick's Day?" And she says. Uh, because well, the kids are like, without presents or candy, what's the point? I'm like, well, they're terrible children. And then she proceeds to tell them, well, you get to pinch people who aren't wearing green, which no one really does, but okay. And then, me too, because the little one of the little girls wasn't even wearing green, and then they she had a little green on her shirt, but it was real. But that the, 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 the brothers wearing all red. Yeah, it was stupid. <laughs> and the brothers wearing all red, so they go running after him. And then, like, that's a horrible thing to teach your kids to pinch people. <laughs> like, it's just terrible. They're like five or six years old. It's way too young to be doing that. And then um, we cut back to the party where obviously Green Man is in full tilt, and it's insane. <laughs> like it's it's ridiculous. There are there's a cell phone at the bottom of the beer draft because he doesn't care about the the, the wife calling her anymore, calling him anymore to check in on him because she kind of figures like uh oh something's gone wrong. And um, the the sister's like, well, it's hey, it's better than the time that the Canadian border answered the phone call, and they were so polite, like huh. And, and um, a lie. Border Patrol would not have been that nice. Whatever. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know that anybody's like that nice when they're talking to Jim Belushi or his wife. <laughs> but uh, so we get more of the con stuff too because when the wife, other wife calls the the sister calls her husband, he's also like blackout drunk and just screams con at the top of his lungs, and then he tosses his phone into the beer draft, which because, okay. unnecessary callback. Period. Why would Connie? Well, we get another one. It's a th- it's a three times joke, guys, because after they go running off to try and find their husbands, the one sister just disappears at that point. Wait, like, did we did we fully unpack for you? The fact I, I mean, what is there to unpack? <laughs> well, just like I from, <clears throat> it's like a seven minute conversation. It's insane. <laughs> so so this so lots they keep bringing that back, and every time it happened, I kept thinking. This this should have been a, a a three beat or a four beat joke, and it's a ten beat joke each time. I don't know who's like watching that and thinking this is hilarious, but someone is, and uh, they got their money's worth. <laughs> right. I don't know. Like it's just it's just it, I'm so offended so that these people are professional it. comedy writers. What I'm just so offended that these are professional comedy writers. Yeah. For a sitcom, who have a who have a steady gig, and their best idea of a joke is just repeating for you seven different ways. Like, so when they're having this conversation, he'll say, you want me to do this for you? And then he leaves and he comes back. He's like, for you? And then leaves again and comes back, for you. And then he comes back again, for you? And it's like literally like for almost seven or eight or ten times. I think times. it happened like, like what, five times in the episode? Yeah, and it happens more than once. That's the first scene. Number. It happens again before he goes to the bathroom, and then it happens, I think, once he is Green Man, maybe once. Wait, doesn't it happen it's... in the bathroom when he's, like, talking to himself? Like, they... It must be. Yeah, uh, you like, know, at this point... You. And he's like, for me, and like, for you, and... Oh, God, I blocked it <laughs> yeah, out. It happens, it happens it with out. his wife, it happens with his friends, it happens with his mirror, it happens when he's green. It's insane. It's literally insane. I, I don't know who watches that and thinks this is great, but someone does. And so they the bar is at capacity. Meanwhile, because it's it's everything's fucking going crazy inside. And the the wife gets there to try and check on him because I guess she knows which bar he's gonna go to. And inside we have Green Man versus, aka Leprechauns. As, uh, le- leprechauns. <laughs> it's literally little people dressed as leprechauns. It's horrible. They're wrestling one another. It's it's upsetting to watch. There's three against Jim Belushi. 
And so the board of capacity. Yes, yes, that put upon sigh is exactly <laughs> how I felt about that yep. entire sequence, which not only went too long, the only redeeming thing about that is when they're like, let's rob a bank. One of them's like, uh, you know, I'm not really okay with this. And that was the only thing that was okay about that. I was like, oh, they gave. I'm just saying there's like one, the segment, I literally counted two like things that could be recognized as jokes in the episode. The brother-in-law goes like, oh, there's like a zoo and like two hot dogs stands between the bar and like the bank like he's not they pro- call back to it later where he was feeding a giraffe hot dog which, which yeah, by the way giraffes are vegetarian like yeah. that, that's the joke is that giraffes are vegetarian but that's too sophisticated yeah so but so the bars at capacity when the wife gets there instead of looking in the window she just tries to beg her way in then she tries to beg her way and the guy's like just deal with it sorry now and i i missed it first he was making a pee joke because he says when she says can i use the bathroom at least i, I drank a lot of green tea before getting here and he says, it's Chicago on St. Patrick's Day. Just use, just go outside like everybody else. I thought he meant, like, go outside and ignore this party, have a good time. I was like, oh, he means literally pee outside. I'm like, no, go to a different place and let, her, let him in there. Like, of course there's some place she could go to pee. But instead, she just is like, all right, I guess I'm just going to escalate to peeing in an alley, even though a minute ago I was, like, you right? know, the most pious right? person in the world. I was like, I'm pretty sure there's at least seven other bars on that street, girl. You go could... to, look up CVS or something. Come on. There must be the equivalent out there. This a restaurant stupid. or, like, anything. Dumb. Come on, dumb, girl. Dumb, dumb. But so she goes, she goes She's also, in like, alley. sober. If she just showed up somewhere and wasn't... She's stone cold sober, Right. Yeah. She, any place would let her in if she was sober. Yeah, no, nothing, nothing about this makes sense. It doesn't- she she didn't even try to pay off the b- bouncer. Like, at minimum, offer him a 20. So stupid. So she, she goes and she pees in the alley, gets arrested instantaneously by a woman who, like, shames her for being a bad mother. Right? That part, at least, she was kind of right about. I mean, she wasn't wrong. She didn't know she was right. But And she acts like, oh, I can't believe, can't you just cut me a break because I'm a pretty white lady? It's like, no, you were still peeing in an alley like a scumbag. You're going to jail. <laughs> I like that. That was the one decent part. And then so, uh, and then simultaneously, as she's getting arrested for peeing in the alley, Jim Belushi throws a little person through a window. Yeah, that really <laughs> that happened, guys. I can't even begin. To that's when we mentioned that. That's the he screams out. He he breaks the rest of the window, jumps out, practically on top of the little person who must be injured because that's a big window. It's a huge plate glass window. And he says, let's rob a bank. The little person's like, I'm not really down for that, basically. <laughs> and he's like, that's cool. There's a there's a uh, hot dog stand and a, a zoo between here and then. He'll never make it the full way. And they're right. He didn't. Um, but then the next morning, the headlines are that the green man toppled a statue of Frank Lloyd Wright. He declared the city free. I don't know what that... <laughs> that, 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 that joke makes no that sense. That joke was really funny to me because... <laughs> no, that's, again, that's one of the few moments where I, like, laugh. <laughs> like, that makes no sense, no, though, right? It do- like, no, it totally makes sense because... Usually, when you have a statue of like some random dude in the middle of the city, that person's like your beloved, esteemed dictator, you know, much loved leader. So he toppled Franklin Wright and said, We're free. And I just could, I could think, all I could think of was all that footage of like people toppling Lenin statues in the former Soviet Union. Like, that's, that's what they're going for. And that joke is really good. It's, Uh. it's too smart for everything else that's come in this show. And they mention it so briefly. It's like, whatever. And he says, Hey, we're lucky I didn't rob a bank. And then he explains, We were feeding, we were force feeding hot dogs to a giraffe. He's, but he didn't like it at first. He came around. 
that's horrible. That feels like a metaphor for this show. <laughs> and then he tells the wife to lighten up because she's really worried. This is the reason they got called into the committee. They got Which, called into by the, the way, committee. I thought I thought she would walk into the room. They'd be like, "Sorry, bitch, bye." And then that would be the end of the episode. And like, there's like a seven minute scene. Yeah, and if you weren't gonna get the church job, they would just call you and tell you that you don't need to come in and talk to anybody in person. But they paid for the set, so they're getting their money worth. <laughs> And so he tells her to lighten up. She's like, no. And she says, good morning, like, uh, Reverend. And he says, uh, not a good morning. Well, he says to her first, good morning, Cheryl. And he, she's like, good morning, Reverend. He's like, not that good a morning. She's like, you told me it was a good morning first. He's like, I lied, basically. Which was also, stu- like, so dumb. Like, why are these jokes even in this? It was point. It weren't even funny. And so um, uh, he tells her, you're going to be taken off the ballot. Sorry. And then Jim proceeds to argue for her. And then at one point in like part of his argument is that what if this has happened what does this happen to Abe Lincoln? His wife was nuts. Is that true? Was Mary Todd yeah, Lincoln? Well, yeah, Mary Todd Lincoln was famously disturbed after her son died young. Yes, that that was true. <laughs> I was going to say do you mean depression? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think that's exactly what he meant. But I mean, she also I think had a mental illness regardless of that, but still like I'm like that's such a weird thing to make cuz it's it was the reverse. It was the it was supposed to be the 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 husband was the bad one and the wife wasn't the good one. So, like, it was a bad way of even arguing. He was just terrible at what he was doing. And then he finds out that the reason that she's getting rejected is not because he was in trouble. It's because she got arrested. Okay. He's thrilled about it. Oh, he spins that, like, Abraham Lincoln thing into, like, uh, you're so old, Joe, to the three people that he's, like, trying to get. To, to like, convince. Not, yeah, like, to not take his wife off the ballot. So, I'm like, you just, you just, like, screwed that up, so... Yeah, and he says, like, way to go, baby, like, this is great. And then, then when she describes it as for public urination, he's like, that's one of the hottest things you've ever done. That line upset me. That really upset me. What? Same. What? Same. And then she, and then the committee explains that they're above this, and that you're not gonna be considered because of this. And then she says, hey, my only mistake in doing all this is putting this spot on the the committee above my husband. I was like, whoa! God. Like, that's I not, was just like that's not what that happened is... at all. Like you literally just asked him to like not get arrested one day out of the like three hundred and sixty five hey days in the year. But women are buzzkill, guys. She did in her heart put this above her husband. She should never do that. God, <laughs> nothing's above your husband. You're right. And so God, the law, none of it. <laughs> and uh, so they, they... I'm so sorry. That's so upsetting. <laughs> And so she says, like, and then he says to her, first the police record, now you're sassing the reverend? We gotta stop at a motel on the way home. I was just like, oh my god. Gross. Gross. And so they, she says, you better accept us for who we are, the pea lady and the green man. That and really then, made me, like, cringe. That... And then the door slams in their face. Rightfully so. Yes. They're kicked not only out of the room, they're kicked out of the church from the way they described it. I know. Like, Thank god. The heroes in this are the priests for once. <laughs> but, like, also, and, but, and, like, also, like, that was actually like weirdly upsetting to me like when I was like fridge logicking about it you know like I went away and I grabbed like a drink and I was thinking about it still and I was just suddenly like super upset because I was like that's like probably 90% of their social circle right but that doesn't matter because hey guess what Arthi she should never have told him to change. God, he says, that broken Aesop made me want to throw things. And then he says back to her, yeah, I should have just told you to cram it the first time you suggested it. God! Says, oh, you're so sweet. And that's the close of the goddamn that episode! whole conversation made me want to set things on fire. So that's it, guys. Moral of the story is, don't change, be terrible, hate everybody, Be Jim, Jim, Jim Belushi. That <laughs> yeah, is what profit. I took away from that. I'm just like, yeah. 
Jim, Jim Boyle. Well, I'd well, like to well, believe Jim real, Belushi. Hey, 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 guys. Not... Let's be real. The real thing, the prophet, is be the brother of John Belushi. <laughs> yeah, true. Oh, <laughs> that's the real reason. Too real. Oh, too real. Ah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, guys, that was according to Jim. So. Very upset. <laughs> Happy St. Patrick's Day. Oh, Let's move on to plugs. And you guys have anything else to wrap up? You guys good? Uh, <laughs> you get in all the digs you needed to get in? Yeah, no, uh, I, I just want to, like, cleanse this from my memory. <laughs> yes, yes, I, we all do. I, I... Boot and rally. I just wish we could have been treated to the 15-minute Latoya rant we all deserve. I know, I know. And she I almost feel like she did this as a punishment to me. She got sick and she's just like, you're gonna take this on. on <laughs> you, mean, you mean sick? Latoya sick? is <laughs> ill <laughs> with the yeah. flu? Spoiler alert, Latoya is the green man. Uh, <laughs> let's okay, end on let's that move note. On to plugs. So what's up with you, Arthi? Um, back in the field is about to come back from hiatus. In fact, by the time... Come back into the field? Back in the field. Yeah, we're yeah. back in the field is coming back yes, into yes. the field. Yeah, slay. Um, we've been on hiatus, but we are putting out a new episode um, on Leap Day. So that'll be out by the time this mm. comes out, and we should have a couple more episodes out by then. We'll be caught up on the season probably by the time this airs. We're super excited. We've been crazy busy, but it's going to be a lot of fun to be talking about all the wacky shenanigans that happen on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Um, and if yes. you want, you can follow me on Twitter. I am at ArthiD. That's A-A-R-T-H-I-D. I'm super fun. I post a lot of my Snapchats. Do it. All right. Awesome. And what's up with you, Carl? Uh, nothing to plug really. So I guess follow me on Twitter. I'm I'm Bob Swaggett on Twitter. I tweet a lot about I don't know Drake Drake fanfic. Are you watching Fuller House too? Then <laughs> I cannot bring myself to watch. Good, don't do it. I can't. I. You know what? I have been watching though the John Stamos show, the one, the one grandfather. I almost just a grinder because <laughs> that's that's definitely Rob Lowe. Yeah. Do you mean grandfathered with Josh Peck? Yes, that's the one. But I've also been watching the Grinder, which I actually really like. We're learning a lot. Uh, about you know YouTube. what? The Grinder, <laughs> the uh, Slate feels that um, the Grinder is probably the best sitcom of the season, and no one's watching it. I would not doubt it. Rob Lowe has a history of picking great projects, even though he's terrible. Uh, yeah, I don't understand. I think it works about it. Just he's, I feel like he's playing himself. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but Rob Lowe is always playing himself. We just don't realize yes. it. That's the deepest. That's the deepest cut <laughs> of all. <laughs> then, like Timothy Oliphant is there mm. for like several episodes, and it's great. All right. <laughs> Timothy Oliphant though can do no wrong. Is he shirtless though? Because if he's not, there's no point. Oh, there's some I point. Let's. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he has a great face. I I want to say that he's my Rudolph is has been on the last couple of episodes is like Rob Lowe's like love interest kind of what the okay. hell that's so much talent is it is it is it fucking is it um is it Fred Savage is why they're managing this like yeah he's Fred Savage is like the straight man and like Rob Lowe is like this no but like Fred Savage has done a lot of work behind the camera like he was involved with Party Down he was involved in a, a bunch of like Nickelodeon shows that's probably how they like I'm just like this is really strange to me that like all this incredible talent is coming to the fucking grinder. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I forget her name. The actress who was the waitress on uh, "It's Always Sunny" is on it too. Mary, oh, I don't remember her name. I know who you're talking about though. But yeah, no, she's Fred Savage's wife on the show, and like I just I've been really enjoying it. Right on, yeah. Slate, slate Check agrees it out, with guys. you, so you're in good company. <laughs> yeah. All right, I just came on to plug the grinder, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Good decisions. And guys. grandfathered. And, and grandfathered, grandfathered, right? Because John Stamos is a sitcom. Yes. Yeah, John Stamos needs to eat, you guys. Like, come on. <laughs> isn't isn't Paget Brewster on Grandfathered? Yeah, she... Oh, I love her. Yeah, no, she's, she's good on it. She's good so time. good. All right, uh, and, and as always, I am at Mara E on Twitter. 
Um, you can read my stuff on the Televixen, uh, Vampire Diaries, iZombie, Supergirl. And then the next episode of this show will be Romeo, explanation point, <laughs> our April Fool's Day episode, oh season one, episode 12, starring Lil Romeo. <laughs> oh my god, oh my god, oh my it's god. It's gonna be good, we have Queen of amazing. the last, last amazing uh, round of Cousin Skeeter nonsense for April Fool's Day. Yes! So, uh, oh, stay so tuned excited. for that, it's gonna be great. Um, you can still review and rate our show to get a drunk... Uh, recap from me and Latoya and potentially Lisa if Lisa's able to of Entourage the movie um, so go do that when you get a chance oh my god um, and in the meantime thanks for wandering into the telephone guys we'll see you next week bye bye, bye. bye.